Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, fire emergency. Extreme heat causes chaos in Sydney. One home destroyed and a firefighter injured. And it's not over yet with temperatures set to soar again. Queensland swelters, Sunshine State hit by the East Coast heat wave as crews deal with a mega blaze on Fraser Island. Urgent health alert, hundreds potentially exposed to COVID after a man breaks quarantine. And incredible escape, a French F1 driver flees his burning vehicle following a horrific crash in Bahrain. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Extreme heat has sparked a bushfire emergency in New South Wales with 60 blazes burning across the state. In Western Sydney, one home was destroyed and a firefighter injured as hot and windy conditions fanned flames. The night sky bright orange in Western Sydney as a bushfire took off in Duneside. Firefighters worked fast, getting it under control within an hour after an exhausting and dangerous day across the state. Scorching temperatures and gusty winds are recipe for disaster. Earlier in the day, fire raged towards homes at Northmead. We could hear it before we saw flames. Yeah, and as soon as we saw the flames, we got pretty worried. One home destroyed, another badly damaged and a firefighter injured, hit by a falling tree branch. What blew me away was how quickly it, it took as well. Uh, those trees were, were blowing up very quickly. At Prospect, flames came dangerously close to doorsteps but stopped just short. The community out there unfortunately thinks that after the last season uh, we, were, we are not at risk of bushfire. The reality is 90% of the state is still untouched. A sweeping southerly late afternoon bring a cool change with temperatures dropping by 10 degrees in 20 minutes. A welcome reprieve from blistering conditions. Han Yuan, 7 News. And that cool change won't last long with temperatures set to soar again in Sydney tomorrow. It'll be 29 degrees in the city but a scorching 41 in Penrith and 40 at Richmond. It follows a record-breaking weekend of heat. Sydney endured its hottest November night ever on Saturday with a low of just 25.3 degrees and the city hit 40.5 degrees for both Saturday and Sunday, making it the hottest two days in a row in 60 years. Queensland firefighters are also bracing for dangerous bushfire conditions. Hot, dry and windy weather is fuelling 30 fires burning across the state, including the Fraser Island blaze that was sparked by an illegal campfire. With the worsening weather conditions today and early this week, we'll be keeping a close eye on all of those fires. 
The Fraser Island Inferno, which has been burning for more than six weeks, has already ripped through 74,000 hectares of land. An urgent health alert has been issued in South Australia after a quarantine breach in Adelaide. A man in his 30s broke his COVID isolation to go on a shopping frenzy, visiting several venues in the city while infectious. Anybody who has been at those four locations, any of those four locations at the particular dates and times, we want you to get tested immediately, even if you have no symptoms whatsoever. Those venues include a Big W, a Kmart and a Foodland supermarket, as well as an entire campus at Flinders University. The full details of the health alert are on the 7 News website. A search for a woman who went missing three days ago in regional Victoria will resume this morning. 67-year-old Susan Shaw was spotted by police on a road in the Yarra Valley in the early hours of Friday morning. She insisted she was fine and was simply out for a walk. Her direction was heading up the mountain, so we'll really focus on that. But if you're familiar with the area, it's, it's very dense, it's very hilly, um, so it's going to be a slow and, and methodical search. Ms Shaw's son said his mother had been isolating herself recently. Police are appealing to the public for help finding her. Australia's economic recovery is on track, with new figures showing more than 2 million workers stopped receiving JobKeeper payments last month. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. The number of businesses applying for the program has almost halved. Yeah, that's right, Jody. Uh, the new figures out today show that 450,000 fewer businesses and more than 2 million fewer workers qualified for the wage subsidy in October than in September. That's after the federal government changed the eligibility criteria. The total number of Australians still relying on the payment falling from 3.6 million to 1.5 million. Promising signs there as the government prepares to go into bat for farmers in its escalating trade war with China. It will ask the World Trade Organisation to resolve a dispute on tariffs imposed by Beijing on our barley after claims Australia was exporting the cost the crop at below market prices. Jody. OK, thanks, Rob. There's a new push for Melbourne office staff to be allowed to sit at their desks without masks as workers are urged to return to the CBD. From today, a quarter of staff in city offices will be able to return, but there are concerns only a fraction will actually do so. Victoria's Chamber of Commerce and Industry claims current COVID rules are an incentive for staff to work from home. The Vatican has ordered a West Australian bishop to leave his diocese and undertake a sabbatical after he was accused of hindering a police investigation into historic sex offences. Bishop Christopher Saunders was stood down by the Catholic Church following a Seven News investigation in March, but had until now stayed in Broome, where he's accused of grooming young Indigenous men with alcohol. They have felt terrified that he, he's been trying to contact them and work out which boys have come forward and who has said what. No charges have been laid. A Sydney man charged with attempted murder after being shot by police will face court again today. 40-year-old Nabil Tabik is accused of trying to stab two police officers in Bankstown. One of the officers shot him in the leg when he allegedly ambushed them. The incident was very close contact. The male uh, attacked the police without their knowledge. So it was very close indeed and the, the, the officers are very lucky to be alive. The shooting is now the subject of a critical incident inquiry. 
A Melbourne family is preparing for an anxious summer. Their young boy, George, is allergic to the sun, an extremely rare condition with very painful consequences. But they're willing to do whatever it takes to keep him out of danger. Just to go outside, little George Madden needs to be covered from head to toe. Good job. The 18-month-old is so allergic to the sun, the windows and doors at his Colac home in regional Victoria have to stay covered. His condition, called XP, affects about one in a million people and increases the risk of skin cancer by 10,000 times. Any um, exposure to UV light that George has is accumulative, so the damage he would have today, he would still have in 10 or 20 years. Even simple tasks, like getting from the house to the car, need extra care. Paula wrap him in a safe blanket. We run and we hop into the front seat of the car, close the doors, then reach over the back and put him in to buckle him in. At five weeks old, George had to be rushed to the emergency department after getting a severe reaction to the tiniest bit of sun. He ended up going from pink skin to swollen eyes, puffy face and then into a breakout where he had sort of blistering and, and weepy skin. His condition means the once outdoorsy family now waits till the sun goes down to enjoy what they call George time. At the moment, George is confined to the inside of his house, but his parents have big plans to transform their backyard so he can enjoy it out there as well. But this is pretty much going to have a big shed across the back, left to right, the full, full width of the block. That won't come cheap. Just the shed and concrete slab will cost about $80,000. If you'd like to support George and his family, a GoFundMe page has been set up. Details are on our Facebook page. Estelle Greypink, 7 News. A sickening collision between a car and a bicycle has been caught on camera. It happened in Newcastle, north of Sydney. A rider was clipped by a passing vehicle, sending him crashing to the ground and taking other cyclists with him. The driver kept going. It's understood no one was seriously hurt. Police are now reviewing the video. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It started as an argument over a minor prank, but it quickly escalated. These two men, one of them in his 70s, trading blows as other drivers watched on in Perth. One man tried to intervene but was unsuccessful. After one driver was knocked to the ground, the men appeared to run out of steam and both got into their cars and drove off. Residents on the outskirts of Adelaide were caught by surprise when strong winds swept through over the weekend. This was the moment the storm hit out of the blue, whipping up dust and debris for one frightening minute. It ripped tiles off roofs and brought a tree down on a shed. Thankfully, there were no injuries. A 10-year-old boy has made his way into the record books. Lockie Miller reeled in an 88-kilogram tuna, double his size. It took the young fisherman nearly three hours to land his catch. 
We got young Lockie Miller. He's hooked up on a nice bluefin tuna. Boy versus beast. At one end of the rod, 10-year-old Lockie Miller. At the other, a monster tuna of epic proportions. All 88 kilograms of it. It's extremely hard because your arms get really sore and your legs from standing up. Double the size of little Lockie, the 1.9 metre tuna didn't want to join the father and son duo in their boat. Thrashing around, Lockie fought on for nearly three hours before the mega battle was done and the win was his. At first, it wasn't fighting that hard, so I didn't think it was going to be um, very hard. Lockie and Dad Leo dropped their lines in water just off the south coast of Tasmania last weekend, and it paid off. They plan to make it official, putting in the paperwork so that the title of the largest southern bluefin tuna caught on a 24 kilo line by someone under the age of 11 belongs to Lockie. Very determined kid and he, he didn't want to give up. We offered a few times to help him. He's, no, no, I'll do it all myself. It's going to be here soon. Still reeling from the excitement, but angling for his next prize catch. I reckon I might aim for um, a swordfish record for fishing. This one, though, a lot easier to eat than catch. Joran Katz, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones rose slightly. The Nasdaq closed higher. In London, the FTSE added just four points and Germany's DAX closed up. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,791 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 45 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.77 US cents, almost 77 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. Firefighters were run off their feet in Sydney yesterday, but they weren't just tackling bushfires. This stray cow saw red when a lone fiery tried to move it off a road in the city's west, chasing him and knocking him to the ground. The cow was OK, but the firefighter's ego was apparently bruised. A volcano has erupted in Indonesia, forcing thousands of residents to flee their homes. The eruption threw a column of smoke and ash four kilometres into the air. The blast triggered a flight warning and forced the closure of a local airport. Authorities have raised the volcano's alert status to its second highest level. They've also warned of possible lava flows. Thousands of healthcare workers in Madrid have marched in protest against spending cuts, which they say have left them struggling to cope during the pandemic. Doctors and nurses took to the streets of the Spanish capital, one of the, hard, one of the region's hardest hit by COVID-19. Spain has reported more than 1.6 million cases of coronavirus. More than 44,000 people have died. A mysterious metal monolith discovered in the desert in southeastern Utah has disappeared. The shining silver object was first spotted from the air by wildlife officers counting sheep. Nobody knows who placed it there nor who removed it and it's prompted theories it was the work of aliens. Utah's Land Management Bureau says the monolith was removed at night by an unknown party. Donald Trump has raged about his legal challenges being rejected in court in his first interview since the US presidential election. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. What did the president have to say? Well, rage was certainly the right word for it, Jody. Donald Trump spent 45 minutes on the phone to Fox News, uh, letting loose with a torrent of claims that the election was rigged. At one point, saying that multiple world leaders had called to say that this was the most messed up election we've seen. Despite those leaders 
or allies at least, calling Joe Biden to congratulate him. The president at one point accusing the FBI and his own Justice Department of being complicit in a voter fraud cover-up. But they said it's very hard to get a case up there. Can you imagine Donald Trump, president of the United States, files a case and I probably can't get a case, even with, and we have tremendous proof, we have hundreds and hundreds of affidavits, sworn affidavits, and it's very hard to get a case to the Supreme Court. Donald Trump says he will spend 125% of his energy trying to overturn this election in his final weeks in office. This as the pandemic rages out of control here in America and health experts like Dr Anthony Fauci warn of a surge upon a surge here in America coming this winter. Jody. OK, Ash, thank you. In sport, Formula One driver Roman Grosjean has incredibly escaped serious injury at the Bahrain Grand Prix after his car exploded into a fireball after crashing into the barrier on the opening lap. Grosjean was in the flames for almost 30 seconds before managing to escape the wreckage. Lance Stroll also had a big scare when his car was flipped shortly after the restart, but he too walked away uninjured. Sparks flew for Dan Ricciardo on his way to seventh, while Lewis Hamilton was given the win after the race ended early when Sergio Perez's car caught fire with two laps to go. Australia could be without David Warner for much of the summer after he suffered a potentially serious groin injury in last night's win over India in the second one day. Warner had scans in hospital last night and is in doubt for the opening test in Adelaide next month. Earlier, Steve Smith hit his second straight century as the Aussies set India a huge 390 before he took a stunning catch. Gone, great catch. Steve Smith doing it with the bat, pulls in a blinder in the field. Superstar Virat Kohli scored a classy 89 to lead the Indian innings, but the total proved too much for the tourists, who lost by five wickets. Australia take an unassailable 2-0 series lead, heading into Wednesday's third one-dayer. A stunning 3-2 comeback win against Southampton has kept Manchester United in touch with the Premier League's top four. The Saints marched into half-time with a comfortable 2-0 lead over the Red Devils before Edinson Cavani came off the bench to score twice, including the injury-time winner. Cavani! He's done it again! And the comeback kings do it again! And Lionel Messi paid tribute to the late Diego Maradona after scoring in Barcelona's 4-0 win over Osasuna. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low and cold front to bringing a few showers to eastern New South Wales and gusty southerly winds along the coast. Around the capitals today, a mostly sunny day for Brisbane, a top of 31 degrees. Sydney 24, also mostly sunny. Canberra sunshine and 25, mostly sunny in Melbourne and in Hobart. Adelaide mostly sunny, 33 the top. Perth showers clearing and 20 and a possible thunderstorm and 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 30th of November.